Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masechah Yuma, Perik Vav, Mishnehe, and Mishnah Vav. And today's Mishnahs are being learned by Shalom 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 They should be given for the Sachat Slachan Siat Dishmaya, Good Health, Parnasa B'Shafan, Cult of Salah, and B'Shos, Estabas Rachel, Shish B'Zaychad of Andrew Zivug Hagon, Bekar of Mamish. Now let's remember that in the previous Mishnah we had learned that the fellow that was bringing the Sar Mishnah into the Midbar would stop at 10 different sukkahs or 10 different booths that were situated along the way. Now this Mishnah continues describing a call sukkah of sukkah Amrim Loi, at every single sukkah they would tell him the following. Now, who's the they? So it's referring to people that were in the sukkah before Yantif. They're not allowed to go into the sukkah on Yom Kippur because it's outside the Tchum of the city. These sukkahs were a mill apart and a mill is 2,000 Amis. So they weren't allowed to walk there on Yom Kippur. They had to be there before Yom Kippur. So every fellow in the sukkah would tell this guy who's bringing the Sar Mayim, here's food and here's water. Now, the Gemara tells us that he never ate or drank. But the reason why we're offering it to him is just in case he needs to, he's allowed to eat and drink. And they would accompany him from sukkah to sukkah. And the reason why they weren't allowed to go past the next sukkah is because of what we just said. In between each sukkah is a mill, which is 2,000 amas, and Tchum Shabbos, the limit a person's allowed to walk on Shabbos, or Yantif, is 2,000 amas. So they can only go from one sukkah to another, but then the fellow would have to walk back to his sukkah, and the guy in the next sukkah would pick up accompanying the fellow that's taking the Sarla Azazel. This is except for the guy in the last sukkah. He doesn't go with the shliach all the way till the cliff that it's going to be thrown off. He stands from afar and sees what he's doing from afar. Now, why is it that he wouldn't accompany him? That's because there was two mil from the last sukkah until the cliff. And the person that's in that last sukkah is only allowed to walk one mil. So he walks one mil, stands there, and waits for the shliach to do what he does with the sarla zazel. And continuing on, Mishtavav tells us, what would he do? He would split a red thread in two. Half he would tie in a rock nearby. And half of it he would tie in between the two horns of the goat. He would push it off the cliff backwards, and it would roll down the cliff, and it wouldn't even get to halfway down the mountain until it was torn up into pieces and limbs. Now, after this was done, this shliach goes back to the last sukkah and he sits in it until it gets dark. Now, really, this shliach shouldn't be allowed to walk at all because we know that when a person walks out of the Tchum on Shabbos, he's stuck and he's only allowed to walk four Amas and he's not allowed to walk any more than that. But the mission is telling us the reason why he's allowed to go back to the last sukkah is because it's dangerous to be in the midbar once it gets dark outside. So he goes back to the last sukkah and he stays there until it gets dark, meaning until Matzim Kippur. Now the mission just clarifies, When do the clothing of this shliach who brought this Sarla Azazel become Tameh? As the Pasuk tells us, So we know that his clothing become Tameh. The question is, when do they become Tameh? Mishnah answers, from the moment he walked out of the walls of Yerushalayim, it's already then that his clothing becomes Tameh. Whereas Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, it's only once he pushes the goat off the cliff, only then his clothing becomes Tameh, and we don't pass on like Rabbi Shimon. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Zayin Ches, continuing with the Vayda of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.